Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. It's time to get inside the Giants huddle, huddle, up, huddle, up, huddle up. on Giants.com. Here we go, here we go. And the Giants mobile Get them in there, let's go. Part of the Giants podcast network. Welcome into another rapid reaction on the Giants huddle podcast. A Giants wild card weekend rapid reaction as the Giants come away with a 31-24 win in Minnesota over the Vikings. Advance to the divisional round. My name is Madeline Burke alongside the Super Bowl champ, Jonathan Casillas, to wrap this one up. JC, what a great win for this New York football Giants team. Absolutely. About damn time, right, that the Giants get a dub in the playoffs. The Giants make it to the playoffs for the first time since 2016. Win a playoff game since the first time since when? 2011? And that last playoff win was a Super Bowl. A Super Bowl. So it's so, been a long time, over 10 years. Shouldn't have left you, you know, without a dope beat to step to. Gotta, ooh, Sorry. Madeline, <laughs> coming off the top of the head like that. All right, I like it. But look, this is this is what the Giants needed. You know, the Giants needed a playoff win. The franchise needed it. Shoot, John Mara needed it, you know, for the franchise. You know, it's been a long time. And, you know, Daniel Jones today, what quite impressive performance. And I feel like we've been in this conversation how many times about Daniel Jones' impressive performance. You know, a surprising performance, kind of throwing for 300 yards again against his Minnesota Vikings team and rushing for almost 80 yards. And then a lot of design runs more than usual than we're used to seeing. Daniel Jones had 78 yards rushing. The Minnesota Vikings as a team had 61 yards rushing. That alone is impressive, but also highlighting just how good Daniel Jones was today. His 301 passing yards, two touchdowns. Daniel Jones becomes the first player in NFL history to pass for more than 300 yards with two or more passing touchdowns and 70 or more rushing yards in a postseason game. You heard me right. The first player in NFL history to do these numbers. And correct me if I'm wrong, they've had quite a few postseason games. Uh, <laughs> and no one has had a performance like Daniel Jones did today in Minnesota. Yeah, within the first half, he had the most rushing yards by any uh, New York Giants quarterback in the playoffs ever. Ever. In the first quarter. You know, but that speaks to who he is, you know. And they gave him 17 carries, which I think is a little bit too much, Madeline, to be honest. There was one drive where he was gassed. Just uh, like over and over and over again. And sometimes you look and be like, okay, where's 26 at, right? Let's run it. But that's just how good uh, uh, Daniel Jones is. You can give him 17 carries. And you know what? I've talked about him not taking hits and sliding, uh, you know, and I think he slid a little better today. But he's a durable guy. He's a big, strong, durable man. And look – the guy's going to be around for a long time, and I just hope that the Giants do the right thing and keep him here and secure the bag here in New York. 
Danny Dimes turn into Danny Dollars with a, with a performance like that one right there. But Saquon Barkley, you mentioned, where's 26? He had nine attempts, 53 yards on the ground, and added a number, another 56 yards in the air receiving. He also had two rushing touchdowns. He had a rushing touchdown in the first quarter on that opening drive. It was the first rushing touchdown in a postseason for the New York Giants since Ahmad Bradshaw had a six-yard rushing touchdown in Super Bowl 46. So it's been a while since we've seen a rushing touchdown in the postseason. Saquon Barkley, of course, not the star of the show, but a star of the show, and, of course, a pivotal part in this Giants win. And it's not surprising that the last time that they had a rushing touchdown is the last time that they won a game, too. So, look, the Giants historically has been a running team, a, a, a defensive line-led team, off, also an offensive line that dominates the line of scrimmage. And I think the Giants did that today. Like I said, I would like for them to give Saquon 20 carries. They don't do that. But I think it'll help them. I think it'll help them and it'll help impose their will against defenses. Because, look, this Minnesota, uh, this this Eagles team, excuse me, that the Giants are going to play soon, this ain't the same defense we're talking about that Minnesota is. Minnesota was last in a lot of categories. The Eagles are number one in a lot of categories, Number the, the most important one being sacks. Yeah. Got to protect Daniel Jones this week. It's going to be huge. And the guys on the, front, on the offensive line must have a, a great game because it'll be a long day for the New York Giants if they don't protect the quarterback. Yeah, of course, they'll be facing the Eagles in the divisional round. Eagles team with the one seed, the number one seed in the NFC, and, of course, the bye um, coming off the bye in that one as well. But I think the interesting thing about this one today, you know, the, the point for that I thought that, that won the game for this Giants team was in the fourth quarter on fourth and one at about midfield, and Brian Dable says we're going for it. We're not punting. We are going for it. And – it just brought me back to week one, mm -hmm. right? And yep. Brian Dable has said earlier this week, what well, wins in week one, wins in the postseason. He, you know, a lot of people are trying to overcomplicate things and say, oh, no, postseason football is different, this and that, which it is in some ways. But the simplicity of what wins in week one, wins in the postseason. And you and I were talking about this a little bit, JC, about how much this team has really taken on the even-keeled personality of head coach Brian Dable. Yeah, and you see it in the interviews. It sticks out like a sore thumb, you know, and, and, and Dable – he doesn't give the media too much, you know, and I understand that being on this side of the media now. Madam, I had lunch with him a, a few months ago, right? And we had a conversation. He was like, you know, JC, this stays between us. And I was like, absolutely, you know, because I played and I played with him when I was in, in New England. So we have a different type of relationship, but he doesn't give the media anything. And the players are starting to feel that too. Like, yeah, you could be nice. You could talk to him, but don't divulge too much information. You don't want to give the opponents anything because the media is going to take it and they're going to put it out. That's our job, right? That's right. our job. We take it and we put it out. But the Giants are staying close to the vest with everything and it starts with him. But then also his demeanor, right. you know, when he, when he's talking, you know, he's not too high. He's not too low. He's always kind of even killed. And I think, you know, he was doing that, but I think Daniel Jones was that guy even before he got here. So with these two guys leading the, the helm and you see Saquon doing interviews, Isaiah Hodgins doing interviews and all the guys, they look just like, like replications of Dayball, which yeah. is, I think is awesome. I do too. And I think, you know, it's not necessarily that the media is out to get them or anything like not that, but it's just the fact that this is a business, right? Yes. And Dayball is carrying himself like this is a business. I am focused. I'm not going to get too high, not going to get too low, not going to give you bulletin board material. We are just going to do this one week at a time and do our jobs. And I think the team is really leaning into that as well as we've, as they look ahead to this Philadelphia Eagles team. And again, 
you know, before we move on to this preview, too, I just want to talk about this defense, too. I know you had a, a few great points about the way this Giants defense performed. They, they came up clutch on that fourth down stop against the Minnesota Vikings in the fourth quarter that just secured that win. Uh, but overall, this defensive performance, JC. Yeah, absolutely. I don't like that they didn't get any sacks. You know, I think this is a front that the defensive line that can get to the quarterback. We've seen that week in and week out, especially later in the season when everybody was healthy. Aziz going down again is very tough for the Giants because as soon as he comes in and he's playing for the Giants, he's productive. Mm -hmm. He was he had four sacks in, in his first four games when he was healthy this year, and then now they're going to miss him. So somebody has to step up. I see Jahab Ward. You know, he's playing a lot on rundowns. I see him kind of stepping into that void and, and for Aziz or Jalari. But look, this – Defense has to improve their eyes. We talked about this earlier on the postgame show. They had bad eyes against one of the better tight ends in the NFL, and Hawkinson tore them apart. Two games, over 20-something catches, over almost two, over 200-something yards, and two touchdowns. And a lot of times it wasn't earned. It was given to him because of the bad eyes. Bad eyes being eyes in the wrong spot. If you're playing man-to-man, -man, you look at your man, you cover your man. If you're playing a zone, keep your eyes appealed for that zone and don't just stare at the quarterback. That's what I mean about bad eyes. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. You know, I mean, hey, you gotta you gotta clarify sometimes too because you know not everyone has won a Super Bowl playing football. We got some <laughs> listeners out there that are like, oh, I wonder what that means. Um, but you know, when you look at this Giants team, of course, coming off of this win, the positive energy that we've seen throughout this locker room, throughout this organization, the way that the Giants won in Minnesota, the way that this offense performed, the way that this team is kind of bonding and carrying each other. I mean, uh, we saw. Isaiah Hodgins doing his post-game media availability and Richie James is in there in the scrum just kind of nodding along like he's one of the reporters got a cell phone in there too they're having fun they're really enjoying this moment and they are facing now going into the divisional round a team that they're very familiar with in the Philadelphia Eagles again we mentioned this they're the number one seed the Eagles early on in the season the first time these two teams played the Eagles handily defeated the Giants week 18 with Jalen Hurts making his first appearance since missing a couple of games with that shoulder injury. Jalen Hurts looked a little bit hesitant. The Giants had their third stringers. They had Davis Webb starting a quarterback. They had a lot of their stars uh, and their starters resting to be healthy for the postseason. So that game, which was a six-point game, was a little bit of a different uh, example of what we're seeing from each of these two teams. But it's going to be an interesting matchup in the divisional round at Philadelphia next weekend. Yeah, and, and after that, that week 18 loss by six points to the number one seeded NFC team in the Philadelphia Eagles with Davis Webb at the helm, the third string quarterback for the New York Giants, when I watch them guys, when you lose a game, Madeline, there's no way, like, you lose. The, you, you make a stupid face. There's a dumb face that you have because you, you, you're not happy, you're upset, but you don't show that you're visibly, vis oh, excuse me, visibly frustrated right that comes across as a stupid face right mm -hmm. there was no stupid faces on the sideline and that was very surprising to me because it was a loss but it wasn't the same as losing a regular season game they treated it almost like a preseason game and preseason games you really don't get too upset about losses because they don't count even though this game counted it did but more importantly more importantly it gave the giants momentum because now they have the confidence that they can go down on 95 again and they can go ahead and beat this number one seeded team in the Philadelphia Eagles. I think they have the confidence that they can go ahead and do that. They can go out there. They're feeling confident. They're coming off of the momentum. Uh, and the Philadelphia Eagles coming off of a bye. So we'll see if it's rest or if it's rust for Philly. 
Um, and just a couple injury updates. As you mentioned, Azizo Jalari in the third quarter went down with a quad injury. Jason Pinnock uh, went to the hospital, but reports say that he will fly back with the team and is feeling much better. He went to the hospital for an abdomen injury late in the game as well. Um, Giants charging along in the postseason right now, moving ahead to the divisional round against the Philadelphia Eagles, and we will continue to cover it all throughout the postseason uh, on Giants.com, on Giants social media, here on the Giants Huddle podcast, which you can find on all popular podcast platforms and, of course, on anywhere that you get your big blue news. Jonathan Casillas, great stuff. Great win right here. The Super Bowl champion, Jonathan Casillas, and just me, Madeline Burke, hanging out, <laughs> recapping the Giants' 31-24 win in Super Wild Card Weekend, advancing to the divisional round playoffs. 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 That's a wrap for us. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA.